0: Hey, welcome back to another episode of Wednesday Wisdom on the Educational 80 Podcast. We'll be right back with Lena Taylor, but first let's hear from our podcast sponsors. We wanna thank Final Forms for their support of the podcast and Wednesday Wisdom. Final Forms is the industry leader in registration, but you have to know this, Final Forms is more than just forms and registration. Final Forms is a team, it's technology, and it's a service that serves schools with things like compliance, communication, and risk management solutions. Final forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility, as reminders for parents about policies and physicals and all the forms that go along with athletics. Final forms can help with team communication, with attendance, and even certification management for coaches. And for ADs, final forms can help with things like eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. And it does this with secure language translation and ADA compliance. You know, it's time for you to talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next step, find out what Final Forms can do for you and your program. Go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started and become a member of the Final Forms team. We also want to thank Violet Defense for their support. Violet Defense is dedicated to protecting our world from germs by bringing the power of UV disinfection to everyday spaces. Their patented technology enables them to harness the power of the sun to incorporate ultraviolet light into products and environments like never before. Whether you're ready to implement existing products, or if you'd like to explore researching and developing a custom deployment of their technology for your school, Violet Defense has the solutions and the experience you need. Go to VioletDefense.com for more information about their great products. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive for their support of Wednesday Wisdom. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year on creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com for more information. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com and see exactly what their fantastic products can do for you and your school. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They provide a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles and an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Or to learn more and get started with your digital Wall of Fame tribute, Call them at 614-981-3589, or you can email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to thank Huddle for their support of Wednesday Wisdom. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Over 180,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, use Huddle to elevate the performance of their teams using video and analytics. Huddle is the complete performance platform. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras like the Huddle Focus. There's always been analytics, but there's a whole lot more. Huddle is also built for every level of play, from club and youth teams all the way through high school and college teams, and even the pros use Huddle to help their athletes play at the highest level. You're in pretty good company. With over 6 million users, including your student-athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches of the college teams, you're trying to get to recruit your kids. If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and your program, and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to Huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. We also want to thank our good friends at Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can find out more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you by going to hometownticketing.com and talk to their experts. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. And we want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director Toolbox segment of our podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the parents and the players who really love your program. And it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466, or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the pros at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them show you how to take your athletic program from good to great. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast and Wednesday Wisdom. Our guest today is Lena Taylor. Lena is one of our most popular um, guests on Wednesday Wisdom. She's a former uh, Olympian, a two-time Olympian, and now she's um, taken her skill set and created uh, Close the Gap Leadership, which is a company that works with universities fortune 500 companies on uh, developing leaders also hosts her very own uh, very popular podcast next level podcast Uh, and she's here today to um, help us all uh, try to figure out how to be better leaders lena taylor welcome back to wednesday wisdom
1: hi jake it's so good to see you again thank you for having me
0: well, we're catching you uh, just coming back from your spring break, uh, so we hope you're refreshed and ready to go. Um, you know, a lot of our ADs are coming back from spring break as well. Um, you and I were talking before we started the show about you know, how athletic directors can, um, let's say, do a better job of managing the, the workload um, of, of the job of being a leader uh, for their program. And we hit on a couple of uh, bullet points. So um, the first one we talked about was uh, the importance of prioritizing. So how can that help an athletic director or any leader do a better job?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's such an important topic because I find myself too in this situation where you have so many tasks that hit you on a daily basis. And then all of a sudden, there are the unpredictable ones, and they seem to be the most urgent ones that need to be taken care of. And so what I find that people oftentimes do, including myself, I don't, I'm not perfect at this. So what I find myself struggling sometimes with is that those urgent tasks seem to eat up a lot of my quality time, time that I had set to do some important thinking or some deep thinking, if I'm doing some writing or planning, which takes a lot of time to get to that space. And then when something urgent jumps up, you know, what is what kind of systems do we have in place to take care of those urgent tasks so that we can use our time to prioritize the important ones? So we talk about these four quadrants. One of them is what is urgent and important. The other one is what is urgent but not important meaning that those are urgent tasks that need to be dealt on a daily basis but they really aren't that you know they, they really don't affect the bigger picture what we want to create into the world but there are things that you have to deal with you know like paying bills for example but an athletic director will have hundreds of those on a weekly basis right then we talk about what is non urgent and non-important. And then the last quadrant, which is where we wanna spend most of our time in, is what is non-urgent but important so that we don't feel the stress of those urgent tasks that, I com- that are coming up. And so this is kind of a way to look at how do we organize our time in those different quadrants and allow for how are we going to deal with. And I think one of the most important things there is is really empowering the people around us in a time when there are those urgent but not important tasks that somebody else can do. Do they have the power? Do they have your trust to take that task off your list?
0: Yeah, as you were going through those quadrants, um, I'm sure it's true in other areas of, of business and leadership, but athletic directors will joke about you know, I've, I've got a list of five things that I want to do uh, when I sit down at my desk first thing in the morning. And at the end of the day, they might not have gotten to any of those because of these, you know, urgent, but unimportant or important, but things that come up, it, it just happens. So again, being organized, being able to prioritize is just so critical. Uh, The empowering component was the second one that you and I talked about. And I think it's something that athletic directors really want to do for their coaches is is empower them and, and give them a lot more freedom. So what are some tips for ADs that can help bring this about?
1: Absolutely. And just to finish that topic with the with the prioritizing tasks, I just recently started doing something that has really paid off for me. Which is at night, you know, at the end of my day or before I go to sleep at night, I started writing down what are three things that I did today that helped me move on some of those important things to me, the things that are really important to me. And, you know, some days I have nothing to write because all I've done is put out fires. And I've done, (laughs) and but just having that practice has helped me shift my focus and make sure that I do create that space and time in my day to move forward one step closer in in those really important things. So, So this has been just a very simple practice before you close your bags for the end of the day, just simply write in your organizer, what are three things that I did today that helped me move closer? And you know, if there's if 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 you didn't have a chance to do them, then just write them down. And those will be the first three things that you do the next morning. It's just a wonderful way to organize those important things. Um, so just to finish that topic, I wanted to give that tip because it's been it's been really rewarding for me to see that I am moving closer in in those things that are really important and that really matter in the big in the big picture. because those are the the tasks that we do that give us the energy, right, on a daily basis to really tackle some of the the other more urgent, but unimportant problems that we face. And now in terms of empowering the people around us, it's, you know, we all fall into this trap sometimes where you know that you're good at something and it's been your strength. And now somebody else is about to take over that task. Well, of course, they may be younger than you, they may not have the experience that you have. And the most um, the first impulse that we have is to, you know, start managing them, micromanaging and telling them, okay, you, you got to do this. You got to do that. But the moment that you start doing that, of course, it becomes a crutch. It becomes a crutch for you. It becomes a crutch for the other person. And it's very disempowering. So developing a coaching mindset in how we manage our office, is really really important right seeing and asking people through uh, some very strategic questions help them arrive at how they can do the task now it may not be as efficient at first where you have to take the time to coach someone on how to do it but it will pay off hugely at the end and especially at times when we get things thrown at us uh, from different directions that we don't see coming. So the key point here is to apply our coaching skills and develop a coaching mindset in how we manage our office and how we empower the people around us.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I love that. You probably saw me writing down notes like crazy. For a lot of ADs, they come to the job from the coaching world. Uh, and I think a lot of times those coaching skills, uh, they don't utilize them as they should. They become more of that, uh, administrator and, and, and less of a coach. Uh, and I just, I, I love the visual there, at least the visual for me of, uh, using those coaching skills.
1: Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Very, very powerful and empowering to the people around you as well.
0: Yeah, And that's one of the fun things to do is, is you know, when you see your coaches grow and, uh, and continue, you know, their path as coaches, very cool stuff. We'll do this at the end of the interview, uh, Lena. But if one of our listeners, as always, wants to reach out and get in touch with you, find out more about uh, Close the Gap and your other uh, um, things, uh, what's the best way that they can get in touch with you?
1: The best way, everything is on my website. It's linataylor.com. There's a way to send me an email and I answer all of my emails. Um, So if somebody's curious about what are some of the ways in which I coach executives in some of the biggest companies in the world, or one of the one of the most effective ways that I've seen is doing team building, virtual team building events. So that is one of my strengths. I'm able to create a wonderful space of interaction where people really can look at some of the big goals and then organize their skills and what they need to do to reach those goals. Right. So taylor.com, or send me an email, lena at lenataylor.com.
0: This is uh, Wednesday Wisdom. We've got Lena Taylor from Close the Gap Leadership and Next Level Podcast. We're going to take a quick break and hear from a couple of our sponsors, but please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thank you to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for their support of Wednesday Wisdom and the Educational AD podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also gives you a connection with the 95% of the parents and the student-athletes who really love your program. And it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466, or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the pros at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them show you how to take your athletic program from good to great. We also want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They have a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles along with an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Or to learn more and get started with your digital Wall of Fame tribute, call them at 614-981-3589, or you can email them at sales. At vitalsignswalloffame. dot com, that's sales at vitalsignswalloffame. dot Welcome back, everyone, to Wednesday Wisdom. Our guest is Lena Taylor from Close the Gap Leadership, uh, Olympic um, volleyball player, and now a uh, guru for uh, Fortune five hundred companies. Uh, Lena, we're talking about ways that athletic directors can manage, deal with, uh, be productive uh, with all the things that come across their desk. Um, The first two tips you mentioned, uh, prioritizing and then uh, working to empower your coaches and your staff. Uh, The next point that you and I talked about was creating psychological safety. Uh, Share with our listeners exactly what that is and how they can do that.
1: Psychological safety is the building block of trust. Now, we know from our practical experience as coaches and being on teams ourselves is that this is the most basic and vital underlying component that we have to create in an organization in order to be successful. So trust is kind of, if you can imagine a pyramid, it stands at the base of the pyramid. And one of the most important ways that we can create trust is by creating consciously and meticulously creating the space of psychological safety. What is psychological safety? This is an environment when, where you actively solicit the opinions and feelings from the people around you, and you make it safe for them to say what they think, even if it may be contrary to what they think that you think. So creating that environment is very, very key. I'll give you an example, Jake. Now, this is what happened when my sister and I were looking to qualify for the Olympics. Against all odds, we didn't have a coach. We didn't have any kind of funding. We were basically weekend warriors playing a new sport, beach volleyball, and trying to play at the highest level. Now, with only two months left in the Olympic qualification process, we had made it to number 73 in the world, but that wasn't good enough. If we wanted to play in the Olympics, we had to be in the top 23, which meant that there were 50 other teams who were ahead of us in the ranking, and we only had two months to surpass them. Now, by any stretch of the imagination, it seemed like an impossible task, but we know what happened. We were able to do it. So how are we able to do that? Going into that last stretch, I sat down with my sister and we were about to leave on this big long trip, you know, for two months. And I asked her the night before we left. Now, why do you think that we deserve to qualify for the Olympics ahead of those 50 other teams that are ahead of us in the ranking who have played the sport longer? They have funding, they have coaches and we have never beaten them before. And she simply looked at me and said, I have no idea. Now, hearing that answer, of course, I could have jumped up and said, you know, what do you mean you have no idea? We're about to embark on the most important trip in our life. And but you know, I realized that she was speaking her truth. And the place for me there was to, I sort of, you know, kind of took a deep breath and I realized we need a strategy. We need a strategy. But this space, this moment between us, airing out this unspoken thing that we don't know if we have what it takes to make it there. It was the most important bond that we could create in that moment that allowed us later on as we were walking through the weeks to stick to our strategy. Now, the strategy that we came up with was this. It was twofold. The first part of it was to find what is our biggest distraction and eliminate that. And looking at the situation, I realized that our biggest distraction was not the 50 other teams who were ahead of us in the ranking. In fact, our biggest distraction turned out to be the ranking itself, because if you looked at it on paper or on the computer, it looked impossible. How are we going to do this, right? So we made a commitment in that moment, we made a commitment that we're not going to look at the ranking, we were very clear on where we needed to be, we needed to be in the top 23. But we made a commitment to not look at the ranking, because no matter how hard we stared at the ranking, there was nothing we could do to change it. And you see volleyball and our lives are played on the court, they're not played on paper. So once you identify where you want to be, Now it's time to take that outside and focus only on the things that you can control. So the second part of the strategy that we came up with was, what is something we can do right now that will take us closer in the direction that we want to go? Now I'm telling you this story because this is exactly little by little, every week we were able to do that. What was seemingly impossible at the beginning of the season and in a very short amount of time, right? We had a very short, defined amount of time to do it. But what allowed us to come up with that and do it in the moment was that key question and the space that was created for us to say, we don't know if we've got it, but we're going to go and we're going to try no matter what. And just focus on the things that we can control. So psychological safety is really. How do you ask. Open-ended questions. Right. It's kind of an art in coaching. When you get to that point. How do you ask open-ended questions. And allow people to express. If they have doubts. If they have reservations. If they have. No matter what it is that they may have. Now you can use that information. To create your strategy. And that creates the space that we need later on when we are faced with difficulties where we store that energy where we talk about the second step the potential energy
0: you know I, i've heard you share that story many times and it just always blows me away um you know the challenges and the obstacles that you you, you and your sister had to overcome and ended up playing uh and it the, the the process you talked about, just so simple, you know, removing the distractions, focusing on the things that you can control. Uh, very cool. Your comment about open-ended questions. Tell me if you think I did a good job here. Uh, when I uh, became the athletic director at my last school, uh, the McClay School in Tallahassee several years ago, uh, I, I didn't have some aha moment, but uh, I decided that uh, I was going to um, Uh, And I did this usually. I I was going to meet with every single coach, head coach, assistant coach. We had like 80 coaches. And uh, the very first uh, question I asked them, um, the only question I asked them really was, uh, How can I make your job more fun? Um, And, you know, they, to a person, they said, Well, geez, nobody's ever asked us that before. And and it was already a successful program. You know, they needed some tweaks here and there, but uh, uh, I just, Thought, you know, how can I help these coaches, you know, do a good job and even do a better job? Uh, So hopefully, uh, I was creating uh, some psychological safety there. What do you think?
1: I think you did a great job. I think that was an amazing and very transformative question because there's so much wrapped into the word fun, right? Because obviously, that implies that winning is involved there. You know, I don't think anybody has a lot of fun if they keep losing and losing and losing. So you are asking that, but you are asking it in a way that also allowed the coach to come up with, well, what, what really would make my job more fun? I mean, of course, we know that winning will make my job more Mm -hmm. fun. Um, But what else is meaningful? What else will give me that satisfaction at the end of the day? Um, so I think that was a genius question to go into um, the season and ask that. All
0: right. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, again. And again, they're very successful program. They're still successful without me, but uh, I had a lot of fun working with them. Um, the fourth point that you uh, shared with me was this idea of creating what you called potential energy. And then uh, unleashing that energy, which, you know, an- again, another great visual. So uh, tell our listeners what you mean by that.
1: Well, potential energy, when we talk about it in physics, it's basically the energy that is stored within a body when it has changed the position relative to its environment. So how do you do that on a team? How do you create that potential energy? It's exactly those open-ended questions, that great question that you ask the coaches, by getting to know them a little bit more on a personal level, what really matters to them? What is going to make their job more fun? Not just the results that they will be producing because the results, they take care of themselves when we are performing at that highest level and we have the energy to do it. So I think the the question about psychological safety, being able to create an environment where people can express freely their doubts their um, problems or their wants that they may have, even if they think that from knowing you that it may be an opposing view. But when you are open to that feedback, then people are more willing to show you their vulnerabilities, right? So here's another key word. In sports, a lot of times, we see vulnerability as weakness. That's how I grew up. It was a very guarded, closely guarded way of dealing with things. And, you know, in in competition, if you expose any kind of vulnerability, it will be used against you. But what I have learned now and what I have learned since then, competing at that highest level, is that in fact, vulnerability is a key to create that strong bond within a team. Now, this is something that you invest in At the end of the year, so we're coming up on the end of the year, we're going into the summer before you start the new school year, let's say in the fall of 2022. This is the time to really invest in creating the psychological safety by asking open-ended questions, building that trust that people know that you have their highest interest, not just your own interest, but their highest interest, top of mind, Right, by getting to know them deeper, what makes their job more fun, how do they define success? That's another great open-ended question. How do you define success? What would, what would be something that you, know, you would want to have in your program on your team? That is how we create potential energy on our team. And now that potential energy is stored in those bonds, in those conversations, in those team building activities that we do at the beginning of the season. And then when you're met with an obstacle, this is the place that you go to to turn that obstacle into an opportunity. Now it's not something that you can do in the moment of rapid fire when when competition and changing environments are coming at you very fast, like say when you start the fall, you have to have done that kind of work prior to then. And this is what I mean by creating that potential energy within your team. And then when you're met with an obstacle and something isn't going the way that you want, when there is um, a changing environment, you know we have to stay agile. But by going back and saying, I know what matters most to you. I have your back right? In this situation, this is the dividends that then we get to reap from doing that work early on.
0: Well, I was just, uh, you know, thinking about our school year and, and the different seasons and all the different opportunities that an AD has to do these types of activities with their coaches, you know, very, very cool stuff. So uh, just to review for me, um, you know, prioritization, you know, finding and focusing on those things that are most important using those quadrants that you talked about, Uh, working to empower your coaches so they can become the best version of themselves, Um, creating uh, that psychological safety, asking those open-ended questions and building trust within the team, you know, your team of coaches, and then uh, creating that uh, potential energy that uh, at the right moment, when it's most needed, it can be unleashed. Uh,
1: did I do a pretty good job? You did an amazing job, Jake. Thank you for summarizing all of it.
0: Okay, well, I, I, I'm good at summarizing somebody else's brilliance. Uh, okay. Once again, Lena Taylor, uh, if one of our listeners wants to reach out, pick your brain a little bit more or find out about all the cool things that you're doing, uh, what's the best way that they can get in touch with you?
1: send me an email lena at lena taylor.com go on the website lena taylor.com and um, i do a lot of cool experiences a 60 60 minute virtual training that i do with companies around the world and um, i can tell you more about that if anyone is interested
0: yeah, i think it'd be a great thing for your coaching staff or even your entire school district uh, check it out close the gap leadership And also check out her podcast, Next Level Podcast with Lena Taylor. Uh, Lena, thanks so much for sharing today. Thanks so much for being a part of Wednesday Wisdom.
1: Thank you, Jake. I really appreciate it.
0: For listeners, remember the Zoom recordings of all the interviews get uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening today. Come back again next week for more Wednesday Wisdom and just about every day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. Thanks again. Once again, we want to thank all of our sponsors for their support of the Educational AD podcast and Wednesday Wisdom. Um, I want to thank Final Form, Sideline Interactive, Violet Defense, Huddle, Hometown Ticketing, Athletic Surveys by Track, and Wall of Fame by Vital Science. We couldn't do this without the support of our sponsors. Please check them out and uh, find out all the things that they can do for you and your program. We'll see you next time on Wednesday Wisdom and the Educational AD podcast.